Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. <laughs> it's, uh, look, I already wrote the wrong, it's season three, episode 24. It is season three. I, that is true. It is. And it's episode 24. I'll take your word for it. It is. And it's the race report mid-Ohio. It is the race report for mid-Ohio, which we had such a great weekend. I adore that track and that race. I do, too. It's one of my favorite weekends of the year. It's just there's so many people there we know, and it's always a good race, um, and it's very GA crowd-friendly. Gosh, yes. I love it. I love everything about it. And we really lucked out with the weather this year. It was a little hot last year, but this year, it was just about perfect. Um, I don't know if we lucked out or... Jesus himself is like, I mean, I did try and kill him in Iowa, so... Like, I probably shouldn't screw them on weather two weekends in a row. Well, they'll burn something in effigy. Which we would have. Oh, 100%. First off, we'd have been knocking on your dad's hotel room door. Yeah. I don't know where he was, but we'd find him. We would have found him. Oh, so... Well, let's just jump right in. All right, so... Practice session one, we were in pit lane, so it's always a little hard to see stuff when you're in pit lane. It is, it is a little bit harder to see things when you're in pit lane. Yeah. That's okay. Um, and it wasn't, uh, no, that was a red flag situation. So it was just, I mean, it was practice session one, Dixon had the fastest, then Piggott, then Pagano, so it was P1, they're figuring everything out, it's fine. Yep, <clears throat> just checking things out. Um, practice session two, though, we were sitting in those really cool new grandstands. We were, um, that are in the keyhole, and the only negative thing is that there's not a video screen that you can see from those seats. Yeah. But otherwise, they are fantastic, and I'm so glad the track put them in. Yeah, I mean, it's, you get to see that good setup of the turn coming out of the keyhole, and that is just a great place to watch and see, like, all right. That's, they're, they're nailing the turns. Oh, they're a little loose, so. Yeah, and you can see a lot of the track from up high on those stands. Yeah, like all the way up through, and then, I guess I have that, half to, you know, to three quarters of that, all the way down. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, so this was the practice where Newgarden caused the red flag at the end. Yes. Um, so... It was like right around the time, by the time they got him out, because it was, a, it was, you know, it was a healthy, it was a healthy bump. Um, so it took them a while to get out. So they got they the drivers just had like one lap. They got that like you know you only have one shot. Yes. If you're late. And R.C. Anderson, who had you know jumped in the car first time in three years, apparently was getting out there and was like super aggressive and passing all the drivers, which is not against a rule in the book, but it's one of those, like, paddock rules. Yeah. So some people were not as happy with him after that. Yeah, didn't TK get in his face? Yeah, and Herta. Although Herta wasn't in his face like TK was. Which? I mean, I find it funny that it's like a, a rookie who's like, um, you're not allowed to do that. I mean, I find that funny as well. Like, no, bro, you can't do that. So, yeah, but so for uh, session three, Herder was quickest, then Pagano, and then Power. All right. Um, I think we thought we would go somewhere else for practice three. We did not. We did not. We let your dad choose, and he just went right back to those stands. I know. We were like, okay, well, you can choose. And so we start to get in the car, or in the, you know, in the golf cart. And we hit that point where either you go straight to, like, other parts of the track, or you turn to the grandstands, and he turned again, and we were both like, all right. We'll watch from here. Looks like we're watching from the grandstands again, but that's all right. I enjoyed that view. I did, too. I was not unhappy with that. No, I will say, apparently it was shut, or, like, tickets, not to, like, give away the race, but it was, like, ticketed, or only certain people could come in during the race. It was not full at all, though. Huh. Yeah, so I was like, uh, might as well just open that up to GA. I mean, you might as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would have done it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm like, all right, come on in. All right, y'all, come out. So, yeah, because those were good seats. It was good seats. So, uh, for P, 
practice session three, Herda was quick, then Piggott, then Rossi. So Piggott had a great weekend. Well, except for qualifying. Well, that's true. Yeah. So um, that was kind of practice. But as we say every time, (sighs) practice is everybody working on setups and then, you know, doing qualifying sims and things like that. So yeah, you really can't put too much stock into it. No, because somebody's going to be slow one, quick the other, and they're just going to be changing setups in between. So Yep. You look at it, and you go, all right, I'm just going to watch cars go around, and you find a place to sit, crack you open an adult beverage, and enjoy. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I say, as a, as a friend of ours pointed out, you know, a lot of times with your bigger teams, mm-hmm. um, you know, they'll use practice to focus on, you know, specific corners, whereas qualifying, you're looking for the overall fastest lap in practice. They're looking at, you know, if this change affects this corner, if this change affects this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, where the cars are in practice doesn't necessarily mean anything. Or as Kurt no. would say, they're sandbagging. They're sandbagging. Oh, my God. <sighs> Speaking of sandbagging, qualifications. Qualifications. Um, so, group two, or um, kind of the first round, I think the only... Very interesting thing was uh, Rosenquist actually was in emergency mode for for some of that. Yeah, he was, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. Nothing else seemed real shocking to me, except after having great uh, start of the weekend, Spencer Piggott did not advance past round one. No, he did not. Um. Yeah, that's all I had as far as anything interesting during round one of calls. You got anything? No, not really. Okay. So then round two, uh, probably one of the interesting things was who did not make it on. So Herta didn't, Dixon didn't, both Schmidt-Pierce and Carson made it into round two, but they did not advance. And then the other two who didn't pass on were um, Harvey and Reinhardt Ray. Yes. Although both Harvey and Erickson, like, strategize, like, well, we'll just start on reds and do, you know, our red laps up front. That did not work out for them. It did not. No. So. Anything else for round two you got? I do not, no. All right. So going in, our the cars in the Fast Six were Rossi, Rosenquist, Newgarden, Pagano, Power, and Bourdais. So we had Andretti Autosport, Chip Ganassi Racing, not Dixon, though, which was, you know, always a shock. Um, three, all of the Penske's and a Dale Coyne racing car. So, I mean, pretty powerhouse fast six. Yeah, I mean, to see Dale Coyne in there, though, that's, you know, he's not powerhouse, powerhouse, powerhorse. But that's it was, true. It was, it was Bourdais, so. Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, and it, was, it was interesting, so there was kind of a, like, two and a half, I don't want to use the word runs, but almost like sets of, of, you know, attempts in the fast six. I don't know how to describe it other than that, but like the first one, it was just uh, neither Rosenquist or, or day went out and put down a lap. So they only did like one, maybe two laps. Yeah. While everybody else was out there a couple of times. And uh, we thought it was going to be Rossi on the pole until Will Power all of a sudden from nowhere, from uh, out of nowhere. Kicked, off the, kicked off the sandbags and whoop, handily got that pole. Yeah, just stole it from out, out from under Rossi. But it was like he was the last guy to cross. Again, it was like these really good qualifying where it's the last or like second to last car who crosses the line and you're like, oh shit, it's about to go down. Yeah. And then they cross and it's like... They've got the pole, and he showed willpower and motion. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. So his fifty seventh pole. Yeah, which is just crazy. That's a lot. I think he's. Oh, I don't know the amount amount he is behind uh, Mario, but he's getting closer. He is getting closer. I can't. I saw it, heard it, multiple times. I just can't remember it. I'm going to be real clear about that. Thank you. Excuse me. Um, okay. Yeah, he, I know, we, we both heard it a million times, and I can't recall. 
but I, know, I just I can't I can't it's gone. But he is getting closer. Although he's he's not had the best season this year. It's kind of been an interesting season for him. It's like it's similar to like the Marco. Like you'll have a great quals, but not a great race, or yeah. the opposite. Yeah. I know Fo Will's going to blame me. Yeah, because you did pick him. I picked him to win, so I won't do that again. No. We've learned. After after twice or three times, we stop it. Yeah, no, I'm done. I won't pick him again. We, we've learned our lessons. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he won the poll. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, and then on race day, warm-up, which is warm-up slash pit-stop practice. Yeah. Which typically bodes well for willpower. Uh, see, those stats wouldn't have lied. He had a warm-up. Although, usually, if it's not a warm-up, that's when he has just wonky car issues. That's true. Yeah. This one, it just... I mean, he, we say that, but he didn't do horribly. I mean, yeah, he came in fourth. I know. I'm like, we're like, oh, but he didn't. And then I was like, oh, I mean, yeah. top five. He, yeah, he, he did not do poorly, so... No. All right, well, let's get into the race, which we watched let's from the top go. of the keyhole. And I want to say thank you again to Camp, pa- to Camp Panther and the Pain Tour for <laughs> putting the canopies <laughs> up so that we didn't have to. Oh, that was nice. For the first time in three years, we didn't have to set alarms to get up and go steal spots. And it, I mean, although I did miss the early morning golf cart ride because there's not that many people up and it is pretty fun. And we always enjoy flipping off the cars that are waiting in yeah. line. Um, sorry if that's ever you. It's just really funny to us. Um, I mean, we don't mean it personally. We just mean it as in, well, we're taking your spot. Yep. Uh, but it was really nice to sleep in. It was. So, thank you. Thank you, everybody who saved our spots. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So, we watched on the Keyhole, um, which we watched. Uh, I mean, this is a weekend where there's great racing. So, we got to see the last Indy Lights race. We got to see the Super Stadium trucks. Um, yeah. And there was Indy Pro 2000 and USF 2000 that morning yeah. as well. So it was a it was a full day racing. There was a, a jump right by the stadium truck, or right by us for the stadium trucks. Which is uh, those those things are just wild. They wild. are wild. I want to drive one so badly. I mean, I'd love to drive one. I'd settle for a two seater type ride though. I mean, I would settle for that, but it would be awesome. I would love to just get wild in one of those. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I mean, will sign whatever release is necessary. Let me just strap me in. Give me a helmet. Let's go. I've signed away my right to sue over death. I mean, I feel like I'm definitely going to end up in the hospital, but 100% worth it. I mean, yes. Uh, 100% worth it. <laughs> 100% worth it. Uh, oh, just make sure somebody gets it on video. That's all I ask. Uh, naturally, it's going right on YouTube. I mean, yeah. We, we would have to do a live video for that. <laughs> Might as well. Oh, but yeah. So, so it was just a great day racing. So we were in the keyhole. Um, so, yeah, the race starts... And there was hard racing right from the get. Yeah, they were about three or four wide just on the start. On a track that, that's a little dicey. It's a little dicey. and it's a little dicey. Right off the bat, which I believe that I asked this weekend for somebody to have a conversation with Marcus Erickson about staying on the damn track. I, you, you did. However, <sighs> he's killing. He is def- it, it wasn't his fault. He's killing my fantasy team. It was Sato. He got Sato'd. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sato got wild and squirrely and pinballed into Erickson. Yeah. Who then got into Hedge, and so they all had to go pit. Yeah, they did. And it was the end of Erickson's race. <laughs> to say, and Erickson never made it back out. Nope, that was it. That was all she nope. wrote. He's killing my fantasy league. Yeah. Uh, two laps. Come on. Yeah, that's just rough. <sighs> I should have made a two for trade. Because there's no way I could trade him now. Nobody's going to take him. No, absolutely not. I, I mean, ride, I have to write this him. out. Uh, Erickson, I said I had such high hopes for you. Yeah. Uh, again, can somebody just tell him to keep it off? I mean, just, just, he still was off the track. We're just trying to keep it on the track. Come on. That's all, that's all I want. That's all we want. All there's we no want. caution for that. No. I mean, no cautions at all. Nope. Yeah, no cautions at all, period, which was... I mean, I enjoy it. I enjoy there are no cautions. I'm like, okay, we're just going to keep going. Although, 
somebody out there be like, but if you don't have cautions, they don't bunch up. Well, you can go watch NASCAR. Right, yeah, we don't we don't want to do that here. No. Oh, well, he started 12th, he finished 23rd. Marcus Erickson, breaking my heart. Mm, mm, mm. Starting 11th, finishing 22nd, James Hinchcliffe. Three laps down. Nobody was more upset about the incident with Erickson than James Hinchcliffe. <laughs> what felt like it's teammate on teammate, but it wasn't even... Like, the teammate's fault. Like, that makes it even worse. It really does. And they came over the radio, and they said, James, was that your teammate? And he just goes, yeah. <laughs> just dejected. Just, yeah. Yeah. Although, kind of one of my, well, I know that you have a different favorite part of Hinch's race, but mine is, like, at some point, he was weirdly not in the pack of races, so it'd be, like, 20 cars, and then just kind of go around. Yep. Like a little Sunday morning drive, and I was like, uh, maybe he's listening to a book on tape. Right. Oh, uh, no. My uh, my favorite part was at some point near the end, and they came over his radio, and they were like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I got on the throttle there, got away from me, and they were like, okay, um, like, you could chill out. We just, we're just trying to finish. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, well, I just thought I'd have some fun, see if we still got it. And they were like, yeah, we've got the five fastest laps of the race. It's fine. Yeah, he actually set the fastest lap. Yeah. It's probably his lap 79, so. Yeah, so, I mean, he, I love it. He was like, just trying to see, just trying to make sure we still got it. So, make I mean, sure the car's still running. Yeah, I mean, so he had a fast car, which is what makes it really unfortunate. And yeah, just we just, unfortunate. Yeah, we need to do some sort of smudging at the Eric Schmidt-Peterson uh, garage. Garage. Yeah, we okay. need we need to go there and do a smudging because he had the fat. I mean, yeah, he put down the fastest lap. Had that not happened, he could have podiumed. He could have won. Yeah, I bet he would have definitely placed pretty solidly. Which, by the way, I mean, he was uh, starting eleventh. Not that he ever listens to us. Um, well, maybe he does. We don't know. But uh, congrats, man! Get married this weekend. Oh, that's right! Congratulations! Have a great time. See you in Pocono. See you in Pocono. <laughs> Uh, all right starting 20th finishing 21st Zach Beach Uh, yeah I don't know what else to say about him I'm just yeah dude he was strategically placed to let his teammates by on the last couple laps and then hold up Penske so I mean he's at least serving a purpose that's true. At least everybody has a purpose on team Andretti. He knows how to shake and bake. <laughs> so, do we have to call him the magic man now? El Diablo. What does that mean? I think it means chicken. Zach <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, BH. I just, I don't know. I mean, apparently last, last race was a fluke. Um, it just, it hurts. It hurts. I don't know what else to say. It Hurts. It does. Like I don't. I don't get it. No. Like. Ugh. Yeah. Know. After we smudge the Irish um, McPherson, we'll have to go find the Group One Thousand One. Yeah, we sure will. Although I don't think we can smudge it. That one we'll have to bring the holy water. Um, I can do that. I'm just saying. I, I think he would appreciate more of like a. Yeah. Specific religion instead of just the non-denominational one. Yeah, that's fine. We can definitely do that. But okay. My mom's got holy water on a keychain. It's fine. We got this. Yeah. And then, starting 23rd, finishing 20th, Tony Kanaan. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what, what else to say about a driver when the commentators said, well, you know, he moved out of the way for the other cars. Like, uh, is that the bar we've set now? Yeah, at one point they were talking about him and whoever the leader was at the time. I think it was Will Power who had gotten by him. And they were like, yeah, they're on two completely different strategies. And I'm like, is that a nice way of saying there's not a chance in hell he's going to be near the front? Like, (laughs) they're on two completely different strategies. Yeah, one's trying to win. Um, Yep, one is trying to win. I just... Is that a euphemism? Uh, like, what do you mean when you say that? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, Kurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, starting 17th, finishing 19th, Takuma Sato. Yeah. He tried to Sato a lot of people this race. Huh? 
He tried to sato a lot of people this race. Uh, yeah, so he sautoed Erickson, and then he tried to sato Scott Dixon with, like, two or three laps to go. And then he dove into the damn pits. Yeah, well, that's because after he tried to sato Dixon, he and Marco got into it. Yep. But I think there probably was some contact, and then he was like, eh, I'm gonna dive in the pits. What? Like, really? Why? Why were you racing people so hard, and then suddenly you're like, oh, just kidding, gotta go in the pits. Praying for a yellow. Or praying to cause a yellow. Yeah, I feel like that's what it was. You was trying to cause a yellow. Like, what in the world? Uh, and then was it Dixon's radio or Rosenquist where they came over and they were like, Sato's going to be a problem? I think it was Dixon because yeah. he was right behind Dixon. And so they were like, uh... They were like, uh, uh Sato. Sato's behind you. He's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem, yeah. I, that feels like it would have been Dixon. Michael, Sato's <laughs> going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. God, I can hear him say that. Yeah. Um, <sighs> That's funny. Hilarious. Starting 21st, finishing 18th, Mateus Leist. I, I see my prior statements about Tony Kanata. Yep. <sighs> Just makes me sad. I know it. Starting 22nd, finishing 17th, not a bad showing, R.C. Anderson. That, yeah, he gained some spots. He didn't really cause any issues? No. I mean, he was, I mean, and sometimes he was fighting to stay on the lead lap, but they're allowed to do that. They are. I mean, at certain times, I mean, he was causing no other issues than any of the other left traffic. Yeah, like, n- n- no better, no worse. Yeah. So, I mean, not, not, not a bad race for him. No. And, I mean, he hasn't, he doesn't have any experience with these cars, so... It's been what they said it was like about three years since he had driven car. Yeah, I was like, since he driven an car. Dang. So and then starting sixteenth, finishing sixteenth, Max Chilton. Uh, he was just part of that lapped traffic. He was Rosenquist at the end. He was. That's about it. That's all I have to say about him. Yeah, I mean he defended his line well, but it was it, was, always, it was annoying at times. I mean he does always, yeah. He does always, and I understand, like, if you're only a lead lap down, you can fight to get back on the lead lap, but at some point you have to go, like, eh. Really? With, like, four, you know, four to, like, seven laps to go, and, like, the race leaders are around you, you're gonna, you're gonna try and make moves. It just seems rude. Yeah. It does. But, but points are points, so I don't know. I mean, I get it, but it, I'm with you. It does just seem rude. It does. You're like, eh. Yeah. Starting 19th, also did not qualify well. Finishing 15th, Marco Andretti. Yeah, he and Sato just fought each other before. They Sato really did. Dove into the pit. So there was light contact made a couple of times. Yeah, there really was. Marco made it out fairly unscathed, though. Sato apparently did not. No, he did not at all. Oh, boy. Up next is the heartbreak. Oh, starting third, oh, finishing boy. 14th after a, a last lap tussle tussle and spin in the keyhole. Joseph Newgarden. He, I mean, it was, he led laps. Um, he did have a weird pit stop issue with his fuel hose. He did he have a got, bad pit, yeah. He got back after that, like, and then... The last lap, he and uh, Ryan Hunter Ray got together, and he right at the keyhole. Everything happened that last lap right in front of us. Honestly, the, so the keyhole was us. the best place to sit for this race. Shit popped off. Yeah. Also, the, the start finish line is right around there too. Yes. Yeah. So, no, people got all kinds of wily in the keyhole. Yeah, including Joseph Newgarden. Yep. Who was off yeah. and was not happy about it spun into it what I actually appreciate was that race control could have thrown the flag they could have and they didn't but they were they didn't because it was the last lap he was he was obviously safe off of the course and they were like let them continue yeah there was no need to call Kazi call a yellow which good good on them good job I like it I like it too yeah we get a good hard race till the end 
I think they were all wanting to see what happened, too. They're like, I don't know, let's see how this shakes out. Right? I mean, because it's possible he could have gotten back on. Because, I mean, Bourdais spun out earlier on and saved it. In that same area. In that exact same area. I mean, we had so much action in the keyhole this year. I know. Yeah. All you suckers paying for your seats, we're in the keyhole. <laughs> for free, kind of. Mm, kind of. I mean, we have to pay for the seat. You know, like the extra seat. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but yeah. Sad day. I'm just glad that I'm just glad that Ray Ann was not with us when that happened. I'm glad that none of our Joseph Newgarden fans were around us when that happened. I did not want that to be the, them ending the race that way around us. No, they would have lost their shit. It would have been a whole thing. I wouldn't have. I've been like, shh, shh, it's the end of the weekend. Right, like, it's okay. It's okay. He's fine. He's out of the car. Uh, starting 18th, finishing 13th, Ed Jones, who was making moves left and right when he could. He was. Uh, Jones is very good on road courses. He does make a very fine road course buddy. <laughs> he has a fantastic road course buddy. Uh, so. Yeah, so... And then starting 14th, finishing 12th, one of the rookie sensations, Santino Ferrucci. Santino Ferrucci, who I thought would qualify better and I also thought would finish better. Yeah, kind of a... Meh, race for him. Yeah, and especially after Iowa where he was just like, watch what I can do when he passed eight people, which I don't care if he jumped the start or not, it looked good on the TV, so... Sure did. I don't care. Look good. This was a great race on the TV, too. I mean, the lab traffic was frustrating at times, but it, it created all kinds of drama. Yeah, and they had those great helicopter shots of some of those, oh. like, side-by-sides, and I was like, mm, this is really good TV. It really was. It really yeah. was. Oh, well, uh, starting fifth, finishing 11th, uh, Sebastian Bourdais. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He lost a couple spots with that spin-out. Yeah, and that made, uh, he had he was also had to do an extra. Um, well, he had to do a drive through. That was really part of it. Oh, that's right for the pit speed violation. Yeah, so that's gonna kind of hurt. Plus, on top of a four pit stopper, which I think the spin added an extra stop on top of it. It did. So that's gonna. Yeah, which we neglected our other penalties. Uh, Hinchcliffe so, and Sato both got pit safety infractions that were post-race fines. Yeah. Which, Which, no idea what those were. No. Also, the officials just have a hard-on for Aero Schmidt-Peterson. As as I believe I yelled from the keyhole, would they just stop getting on him about a tip? Like, first of all, it's a pit safety infraction, which means it's not like hitting personnel, running over your shit, running over somebody else's shit, or... It's probably because they both had, they had to get work on the cars. It's probably one too many crew members over the wall. Or some bullshit, yeah. Like, which, fine, but as long as the crew members over the wall are fully dressed in, like, the appropriate attire, eh. Yeah, I just, I just feel like they find something to find that team on every race, and it annoys oh, the fuck out of me. Absolutely, I would be in agreement. This is, this is IndyCar conspiracy theory right here. Yeah, no, they just, they just have a hard-on for the yellow and gold cars, and I need them to stop. I just, please stop. Stop. It's annoying. Yeah. Oh, but anyhow, so yeah, that's right. Bordet got that drive-through for the pit speed violation. Yeah. So, well, starting ninth, well, finishing 10th, Jack Harvey. Top 10, so we did both get that point. Damn right we did. Yeah, I mean, it was a solid race. Um, really, uh, during Paul's, I think we both thought he was going to for a while, it looked like he was going to transfer on if he did not. So yeah, it was close, too. though. Yeah, kind of top ten in the kind of home race for that team. And I think, yeah, lap traffic ended up kind of being the the death of the end of his race. Yeah, because all of a sudden, once you're in lap traffic, especially towards the end, you know, you're trying to get around, but you also don't want to mess make contact. Up. Because yeah. so, he was he was laying down some fast laps. He had a very good race. He, he really did. I think it, I would agree with your, it was the lapsed traffic type of deal. Yeah. Because mm. there was a whole group that was kind of bunching everybody up. Yeah. So uh, starting 15th, finishing 9th, Graham Rahal. Yeah. 
So, I mean, uh, a pretty good race for him. You wouldn't tell it, though, if you listened to his radio at the end of the race. <laughs> nope, he still was again. <laughs> still complaining, which, um, should we mention, or... <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just going to do it here. So, yeah, we should. It was Saturday night, yeah, Saturday night, so they had, like, the campsite competition, which I don't really actually think we were part of it, because nobody came back. Nobody came back, I don't think so either. I think they were just handing out shit to people, which... That's cool. So it's later in the night, you know, we're setting up the live stream because Alex Lucas was racing and we, you know, a bunch of us from the, us and, you know, the paint tours, we all can sit and watch it. So we had finally, after like 14 tries, gotten it up on the computer. Yes. Which, Alex, I mean, we, yeah, which I do want to say though, it's super cool that that track does that. Is it Clyde Martin Memorial Speedway? Yes. Yeah. So they do, they live stream their their races on Facebook and it's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, it was great for us to watch it and we were all watching it together. Um, but we were still like fingers crossed for the AV. Well, that was that evening where like Graham was like, I'm going to go drive around the campsite and hand out my clothing to people. Yes. So they stopped in front of our campsite and so we're all huddled around a, a computer screen and they said, Hey, did you guys enter the campsite competition? We were like, yeah, I think so. And then they were like, cool. And we turned back to the computer. Yes. Because the race was about to start. And they were like, uh, okay, we'll, we'll come back later. And they didn't, he did not come back later. He did not. It was the most dejected he's ever been in the state of Ohio, I'm sure. Because <laughs> we were like, cool, but we're trying to watch a race here. We're uh, like, you, you see what's happening though, right? Like there's cars on a track on the screen. Right. Like, we're not just watching it here to be watching it. Like, there's a reason. Like, can you not? It says live in the upper corner of the screen. We're all very intensely focused. There's a reason why we're here. On this dirt race. It just tickled me that, like, we were like, yep, back to the computer screen. Yep. And they, they never did come back. <laughs> they never did come back. Oh, oh, God. That was funny. Hilarious. That and then Fat Boy Racing came to our party, but after we had already left. Yeah, after the party, like way after we had already left. Yeah, we tried to make it back, but they were already gone. They took yeah, some pictures, we were, though. Hilarious. We, we, we appreciate that. We definitely do. We'll see you guys at Gateway. Definitely, definitely. Um, oh, is he USF or is he IP2000? Oh, he's USF. Yeah, they don't run they don't, a gateway. They don't run a gateway, so... Well, well we're not going to pull him this year. So. Yep, see you next season. He'll be back, I'm sure. Yeah. I love those guys. Uh, all right, well, starting seventh, finishing eighth, rookie Colton Herta. Young Colton Herta, who had some, like, wonky car... Like, there was a... Definitely, he was struggling with the grip of his car. In the he game. was. And, yeah, he had issues with the tire pressure on that first stand. Yeah, that was real interesting to me. Yeah. Came over his radio and was like, "We have to adjust the pressure." It's like I don't know what's wrong, but y'all. Yeah, and they were like, right. you know, ten four, and he was like, "No, like you're gonna have to make some big adjustments." Like he was like, "Don't, don't pussyfoot around on this thing." Like, no, no, I'm not just sitting here complaining. Like I'm not talking a little bit. I'm talking a lot of change. Like all of the change. So, but yeah, but um, but yeah, he had a he had a decent race. It was just one of those. It, I mean, for a rookie, it's a great race. It is. And I think sometimes we kind of think about kind of similar to how all of a sudden people started talking about um, Robert Wiggins. You're like, he's doing great. And you're like, all right, but at the end of the day, still a rookie, still a lot of his first time on these tracks at an IndyCar. Yep. So like for a rookie, great race. Yeah, it is Not great. the best rookie in the race, but still, great race. <laughs> oh, next up, starting 13th, finishing 7th, Spencer Piggott. Who definitely made up for his his for qualifying. He definitely did. I mean, it was just, he was making moves, he was challenging, he was, you know, the the stops were all put together very well. It was just one of those, he just must not have had the complete speed that everybody else did. Uh, let's see, was he a four? He was a he three, was a three stop. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, three, you know, people on, on the three stop strategy did finish higher, so I think it was just, just, one of those where I just didn't have the speed and track position at times kind of got to him. Yeah. And then starting fourth, finishing sixth, Simon Pagano. 
which he had a good race, but he definitely did not have the speed of uh, the other two Penske cars. Yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, that was it. It was a great race. He was making moves. He made a couple of late, like, at one point, Joey New passed TK, and it was, like, clean, and then, like, Simon was like, I'm going to pass him, too, and it was like, oh, damn. Yeah, it was close. Yeah. But, I mean, it's Simon, so yeah. what are so you going to do? Holds it off cleanly. Yeah, I mean, he had a great car. He was he kept saying he was real, you know, happy about the car, so I just think the other two found extra speed. Yeah, they did just find He must not extra. have removed all of his sandbags. He must not have. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that will never not be funny. It's hilarious. Starting second, finishing fifth, Alexander Rossi. Another weekend where he didn't have a spectacular race, and it's just not like him. I know. Well, both he and... You know, Joey knew, but as far as the championship go, he did finish in front of Newgarden, which was what he kind of needed, so. Yeah. It's just not, not the best race. No. Yeah. It was not. Well, started on the pole, finished fourth, willpower. Oh, well. So he still does not have a win yet this season. That's just weird to me. It is, and we only have four races left. Well... Although he won Gateway last year. Yep. And he does do very well on ovals, so. He does? I would not be surprised if he doesn't pull up a win at Pocono or maybe Gateway. I mean, it's Probably true. Probably Gateway. We have two ovals coming up, so. Yeah, oh my. The last two of the season. Our the last, last two races on the road. I know. Aww. Oh, I am a little sad to not be going to Portland this year. It was really fun last year. <sighs> I know. Stupid family wedding. It just can't be done. It really can't. And it does work out a little better for me now that I have, like, a work thing I have to go to the following week. Yeah. Well, I have to work that weekend as well, so. Well, yeah. It, it does work out for us, I guess. It does. Of. On uh, the real job side. On the real job, yeah. On, on the job that pays our bills. Yeah. Uh, well, starting 10th, finishing 3rd, made a hell of a lot of moves. Ryan Hunter Ray. Yeah, I mean... RHR, he said, you know, I'd like to podium. And he did. And he did. He was going hard for second as well. Yeah, it was, again, down to the wire. And I think that's kind of partially what happened between he and Joey New is that RHR was like, I really want that second place. And he was like, nope, I'm a, what is it? Was Newcrime trying to pass hard? I can't see it now. One of them was trying to pass the other, and it was just scooch, scooch. And there you went. I think, I think RHR was maybe trying to pass Newgarden. Or no, Newgarden must have been, yeah. I don't know. One of, New one of was, them. I don't know. Who knows? Eh. But, but yeah. RHR made when, it out unscathed. I, I think we almost have to cover these, like, first and second place together, the Chip Ganassi cars. Yeah. So, so Rosenquist started sixth, finished second, and Dixon started eighth and finished first, but... Hell of a race for Chip Ganassi Racing. A hell of a race, indeed. <clears throat> I mean, Rosenquist had one of those races where, I mean, it was perfect. He he did not put a foot wrong this whole race. No, he did not. Um, he, he had It was great, close. It was close, and he had, yeah, well, that last lap. Um, yeah, he, <laughs> got, he got wild. Well, I mean, I'm okay with that, though. But he had, like, his pit stop at some, at one point, because he was on the three-stop strategy, was so well that he was able to pit and get out in front of Dixon and Pagano, who were leading at the time. Yeah. I mean, he was, mm, it was, it was fun to watch him. It was fun to watch him. I mean, he just cut through the field. He had a fantastic race. I, I just wish, um, Ganassi hadn't released him to go after Scott Dixon so late in the race. So... I mean, we, do you want to talk about that? Or do you want to? I just have one thing on Dixon that wasn't that last lap. Sure. Uh, the Scott Dixon will power about midway through the race. Ooh, yes, that where was they're like great. trading off and like so first, like Will kind of held him, and they had like a little bit of light contact. And I was like, oof, oh no! But then Scott Dixon, Scott faked out Will. He faked him out. He was yes. like, I'm gonna come on this. I just kidding, and he passed him, and it was like, sucka. It was fantastic. Like, at that point, you just chuck up some deuces as you drive away. Like, he's out. 
Yeah, faked him on the inside, passed him on the outside. Nope. It was beautiful. I, I only hope that he yelled psych as he passed him. <laughs> I do too. That's really what I want. I hope that that happens every time, because I would. Psych. I, yeah, I would too. Just that, exactly. Yeah. But we're kind of extra that way. <laughs> well, that too. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, there was talk that they released Rosenquist, because it wasn't until lap 99, like the or very last lap. Yeah, however many. 89. <laughs> I made it 100 laps. <laughs> Could have gone for another 10. Actually, another 10 laps. Rosenquist would have had him. Rosenquist would have had him. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that. But they were like, it's your teammate, make it clean. Which, so. He, he barely <laughs> abided by those rules. And, the, I mean, because we talked about, man, did they release him too late? But he had to get through laps. Traffic was the problem. That was so, exactly the problem. Once he got through those lap traffic, they, I, I'm sure he was like, uh, and they're like, no, I mean, it's your teammate. Make it work. Don't be, don't be dumb, though, because Chip Ganassi would have your hide. Yeah, keep it clean. Uh-huh. I like it. I, that's a great thing to say. Like, okay, duke it out, but, like, don't screw each other. I think that's the same thing for um, team orders as far as Penske. Like, okay, everybody fight. Like, please don't crash out all of my cars. Yeah, okay. like, yeah, fight hard. Captain doesn't like writing checks like that right now yeah fight hard but yeah remember that we're all still on a team don't crash don't crash each other out yeah I, i'll take the repair costs out of your salary is what i feel rp says and probably chip i think oh. they're covering the same cloth oh i i would agree with that i would it definitely was such a beautiful fight as they came up the hill to the keyhole where we were everybody at that point was just yelling yelling at him like even people who are Dixon fans at that part were like, I mean, if the kid wins, the kid wins. Like, right? Okay, just screaming, and they, they, t- I mean, they touched. They made good contact. Rosenquist went in the grass a little bit. Kind of, yeah. He got forced off, and then it looked like he was going to try it again. It did. Like on the backside of the keyhole, and I was like, Oh hell, he's doing it again! Come on! And he did. He, I mean, unfortunately, he did not. But he did not. But I was here for it. It really. He. Yeah. I mean, he was looking for Scott Dixon to to put a put a foot wrong. Yeah. Which is hard to do, but he almost. And again, ten more laps, he would have had him. But yeah. I mean, how much you can do about that? Except oh. if you're me and you just fudge the numbers. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was a great—I mean, a great, exciting end of the race. Because for a little bit, Scott was so far ahead. You know, he had like a good four-second lead on on uh, the second-place car that I was like, "Uh, I hate when that right. happens here." Right? Oh, darn it! We're gonna get another big lead, but oh no! All of a sudden, it was like, "Wait!" In the distance, So yeah, I enjoyed that. And Rosenquist uh-huh. actually put out a poll on Twitter asking people what their opinions were on whether or not lap traffic should be blue flagged quicker. <sighs> See, the problem is, if it's more than one lap down, they would they would be. But if it's that whole, like, you still have the opportunity to be on the lead lap, because I think it helps in points and whatnot. <laughs> I think you're right on that. I think that's the only holdup as far as lap, as the, like, the lap traffic blue flag. Like, sure, <coughs> if you're even two laps down and the leaders are coming, uh-uh, you gotta get over. Like, that's, that's, it goes back to that long-standing theme we always have, it's, the gentlemanly thing to do yes. in racing. But if you're fighting to stay on that lead lap... And for a lot of the end of that race, the lap traffic was actually faster than the leader. Yeah. So then at the... Well, that's the other thing. Is The other side of that coin is you're not going to blue flag them just because they're lapped. It's blue flagged because they're slow and impeding. Exactly. But if that lap tra- traffic is quicker, well, that's showbiz, baby. Yeah. And it's God, also, I, like, it's not like you don't know that you're going to get into lap traffic. That's part of the strategy of IndyCar. Exactly. Like, this isn't something new for IndyCar. Like, I mean, yeah, we I, have this discussion every time there's lap traffic that impacts the outcome of a race. Because somebody's like, man, 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 they should move. And it's like, well, or you should just learn how to pass them better. Yeah, or just be better, I guess, is the answer to that. Yeah, and I already saw one person comment that they shouldn't close the pits on a yellow. And I took everything I mean not to be like, that's a fucking safety issue. Do you want AMR to have to wait no, because we'll get more memes from Dr. Villa. Exactly. Um. So, I mean, God, that was a great ending to that race. 
it was a great ending to that race. Unless you are a Joseph Newgarden fan. Sorry, guys. In that case, not so much. Not, not so much. There was probably a lot of cursing and gnashing of teeth at that moment. Crying, yes. Mm-hmm. Yelling. God only knows what's going on. Uh, well, we should probably get into our our non-race fun. It was quite the weekend of non-race fun, as it always is in Mid-Ohio. As it always is. We uh, we picked up hitchhikers on the golf cart. We did! <laughs> oh, God. Yep, we picked up hitchhikers. First of all, we had, like, the greatest campsite. Because um, we camped right next to the paint tour. We were just down a few sites from Doug and the rest of the indie camping group. The other indie campers, I guess. And then across the way from team stash who are amazing and i really enjoy that they go hard on the team um i really do too and they have a mustache painted on both ends of the rv fantastic and then um john was across from us toko and cause were i mean that's what i i think if you've never gone to this race or if you're like ah we'll just leave real early go to the race and leave that same day like no you have to go and make it a whole thing because camping there is is part of that experience. It really is. And Jim and Ryan had a an RV spot that was right up on the fence. And Dave was just a few down. Like everybody we knew were there. Yeah, it's just it's such a great race. And so and then we just, I mean, everybody that we knew that we usually hang out with were there, and then a bunch of other people that you know, as you go through all the different races whatnot are there or like people who are like oh my god we listen to you and we're like hey sit down have a beer hi your mom and them right so it's just it's just such a fun weekend it really is and everybody's just chill chill and friendly which yeah we thought it was going to be a pretty wild crowd because it was packed on thursday we what we got there about 6.30? Yeah, about 6.30, and the place was more full at Thursday on 6.30, at 6.30 this year than it was on Saturday morning in 2017. Exactly. Yeah, I would 100% agree. I mean, it, I mean was it was wild. I don't think I've seen um, numbers, and maybe they don't put it out, but I definitely know it was bigger than last year. Oh, it definitely was. There were so yeah. many campers. It was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was fantastic. And we had our uh, our FCFG unplugged on Friday night. That was a boatload of fun. Yeah, we uh, we had special guests. Even look at us being important. I know we did. Um, we had some. We had AMR, so Doctor Billows and Gail and um, two of the nurses came by. Um, and we then had, we had Meyer Shank Racing. Yep, Mike Shank and uh, Jack Mike Harvey. Mike Shank and Jack Harvey. Yeah, which and his dad, Jack's dad, and his dad. Oh. Sorry, all of you who are Jack's mom's fans, but his dad's cool, too. His dad is cool, too. <laughs> but, yeah, I did enjoy his dad. I was like, Anne Marie's going to be so pissed that she missed this. <laughs> that made uh, me laugh. Um, and then we had some crew members from Arrow, and Big Sexy himself even came Big out. Big Sexy himself did show up twice. He showed up two nights in a row. He did, because, well, the fast girls are a good time. Well, and he knows it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was fantastic. I do want to repeat the joke that was told to Mike Shank. Uh, yeah, you have to. Oh, uh, so, and and this was told by somebody on AMR. Yeah, maybe we don't say who it is, but yeah. a lot of people know. A lot of you know who it is, but this joke was said to Mike Shank when he asked for a light beer, and he was given a ham special light. Because both Abby and I were like, uh, well, we don't have light beer. And I didn't know if we had any PBRs left, uh, which it turns out we did, actually, but, eh. but yeah, so... So this person says to Mike, you know what the diff- do you know why a ham's light beer is the same as having sex in a canoe? And no. Mike, they're both fucking close to water. God. <laughs> it, is, it is never not funny. Like, And what I enjoy about this joke, um, and you all should use it as we have, I don't know about you, but I've been using this joke for everything. Yes. Um, is that you can replace the beer, like, ham special light with whatever beer that somebody else is drinking that you hate yes so miller light i'm gonna yeah. use this a lot oh i'm gonna i'm gonna use and abuse this joke it made me laugh so hard or i feel like it could also be used for wines too if somebody's like oh yeah drinking a shit wine you're like oh you know oh uh, god but that was you know and i do want to say like 
you know, we've had drivers at events that are kind of more polished is a weird word to use for us. Um, but sure. a bit more polished, a bit more formalized. And like, so this was, these are, you know, as we've talked about, are those like, eh, everybody's just kind of getting together to kick it. Yeah. And just hang yeah. out and chit chat. And, and, and to have, um, Meyer shake racing show up, both Jack being awesome and having a driver there who was, he was literally just chit chatting with people. Yeah. Um, and then having Mike shake, like, that's that's team owner show up and is like, hey man, what's up everybody? Just like chilling, chatting with people, drinking a beer with people. Like that to me speaks volumes about not only that team, which it speaks volumes about that team, but like even our series as a whole. Like this is this is how our drivers and our teams kind of interact with fans. Like that's cool, man. We'll we'll roll up the camp. I mean, Simon was rolling up at campsites too yeah. this weekend. Like, it was awesome. Well, and what's funny is that when we, you know, mentioned it to the PR person, Maddie, she said, oh, that's perfect. She's like, Jack wanted to go out into the campgrounds anyway. Right, because it's just something fun to do at these road courses, street, you know, when there's camping. Like, yeah, guys, get the drivers out there. And a lot of them do because it's like, huh, we'll see what's going on. It's just fun. I mean, we love to go out on the golf cart, too. I mean, that's why we do it mostly is because it's just fun to go around and see Say hey, chat with people. Yeah. It's like that. It's a good time. Well, and Jack's dad basically moved into the campsite. I know. I was surprised. He came like, right in and was like, I'd love a beer. They're like, all right, get the man a beer. <laughs> all right. Uh, so. But yeah, we had a great time. Fat yeah. Boy Racing did show up just after the party. Yeah. After <laughs> we had got on one of our numerous nighttime go-kart rides. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was a good time. Um. Let's see. We had a good time tooling around in the uh, the crew parking area this year. <laughs> Only because now that we know a lot more crew members, we need to stop and talk at them. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that was good. To, good times. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Which, if you missed out on the party, it is the last one that we're doing. Or actually, no, it's not the last one we're doing. We're doing another one at Pocono. Yeah. Um, and you can watch yeah, our social media that for updates on that. So you can find oh. all of our social media from our website, www.fastcarsfastgirls.com. You can find links everywhere. We have an Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter, and even a YouTube channel. You can also download and subscribe to our podcast from our website. So make sure that you like, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And follow us on social media because we put out a lot of fun pictures. Yes. And... Um you know, keep your eyes open because we are working on some fun stuff for Pocono. So. We are. We might even have more than one event at Pocono. I don't know. I think we are having more than one event at Pocono. We are. Okay. I was just trying Sorry. to. I was just trying to draw it out like Alonzo. Oh, um, we might be having more than one of. Damn it. Been a lot. Look, you, you. I have had to go to work these past few. I mean, you've been sick, but I've been at work. I know you have had to work. I've left my whole lunch bag here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You had a rough start to the day. I did, but my lunch bag submitted the time. So instead of submitting it for the past pay period on Monday, I submitted it for the next pay period. Oh. Yeah. That was fun to realize. That sucks. But anyway, keep keep your eyes peeled. Um, once we start to get things put together, we will obviously let you know. So, yeah, it's a couple weeks till Pocono, but stay tuned. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. Well, let's run down our points. Sad that oh. they may be. Yeah. We didn't really do that. I said Power would get first, and of course he finished fourth, so thanks for screwing me out of a half a point. Um, hold on. I have to. I meant to go find where I wrote mine down. So you'll have to go through all of yours first. Okay. I said Herda for top five. That didn't turn out to work out very well for me, but I would say Harvey top ten, so I got one point. First out, I had Marco. I got no points for that. No. Oh, no. Where did I write it? Oh, darn it. Now I can't find it. Oh, I found it. Ha-ha. I said, oh, I said power for first. No points on that. Oh, um, maybe it's your fault. You said power for first. See, you're the one who always screws power. Dang it. I, want, I really wanted to choose Dixon, too. That's what kills me. Uh, is I have. I found my paper, and next to her, I was like, I really want to say Dixon. Damn it. Maybe I did say Dixon on the podcast. I don't remember, but I, the paper, so I had Power for first, Hinge for fifth, that didn't happen. Mm. Jack Harvey for tenth, so we both got that point, and uh, my first out was Ryan Hunter-Ray, who 
Podiums. Podiums. That should almost be negative points. It's the RHR curse. Yes, it is the RHR curse. Don't worry. (laughs) But it happens to you, too. He'll be first out next race. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Oh, especially with it being a 500 miler? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, his engine's going to blow again. Oh, yeah, he's going to blow an engine. Yep. You heard it here first. That's going to happen. Speaking of points, though, as far as standings are concerned, um, Joseph is first with 504 points. Rossi is second with 488, a mere 16 points behind. Pagano at 457, so he's 47 points behind Joseph, 31 points behind Rossi. Uh, Dixon is fourth with 442. He is 62 points behind first and 15 points behind Pagano. Mm-hmm. Power is fifth, but he is, he is 158, 148 points. Yeah, that didn't happen. That's not I mean, everybody's like, that. you can't, you can't come back. It's a mathematical impossibility. Yeah, so really... Um, I would say it's still a pretty close race between Newgarden, Rossi, Page, and you never can count out Scott Dixon, so all four of them. That's true. It's a very, very tight race to the championship. Yeah. Oh, I so do want to say one last thing on our um, our FCFG Unplugged. Nigel, we're not going to ever have food again. Well, no, we're not. Um, Nigel, be cool. <laughs> be cool, Nigel. Be cool, Nigel, and come sometime. Come on. Yeah. Tell Big Sexy to bring you along. Big Sexy agrees you need to be cool. Yeah. Just be now cool. I speak for him, too. Just. Yeah. <laughs> let me put it to you this way. Uh, if you don't, we're going to start yelling be cool at you even louder from Pitt. And we're loud. Very loud. I'll debate. bring the megaphone. I think that might get us kicked out of Pitt if you have a megaphone. I don't, I don't recall any rule about a megaphone. Ah, I feel like that's one of those... We just gonna kick you out anyway, type of rule. I feel like they would just ask me confiscate to confiscate it. Yeah, I mean, which fine, confiscate it. It was like fifteen bucks. No, we'll hold it at race control. You can get it after the race. I mean, and that's fine. I wouldn't use it during the race. Well, I know you wouldn't use it during the race. Just a practice. <laughs> just Be one. cool, Nigel. Just one practice. Be cool, Nigel. We're gonna get signs. Oh my god, can we have signs? Yes. <laughs> No, I want us just to stand behind his pit and hold that up. It just says, be cool, just Nigel. Be cool, Nigel. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, hilarious. Oh. All right. Wait, what do you got for a white flag? Um, it was just a great weekend. Mid-Ohio never disappoints. Um, yeah. And it was really cool to have Jack Harvey and Mike Shank and um, same Mr. Harvey come out and all the Arrow guys um, who came out and then say welcomed us into their campsite, and then AMR as well. Um, and the race was super exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, just couldn't have asked for a better weekend all around. Yeah, um, pretty much in agreement. Very awesome that we had everybody come out, you know, really enjoyed spending time with them all, and, and all of everybody else who just came out to chill and hang out with us both nights, actually, because we had, like, a weird impromptu thing on Saturday night. We did. And, like, all of a sudden, people are like, hey, yeah, but we're, we're just here, right? We were, we both were like, uh, did we say that we were having something both nights? We did not, but I thoroughly no, enjoyed didn't. that. And there were so many people that messaged us or commented. They were like, thanks for the hospitality on Saturday night. And I was like, no problem. It was. You're, you're it, welcome. Yeah. I mean, y'all just kind of showed up. It was cool. Yeah, I mean, so that was fun. And then this was just, like, this was not a boring race. Again, you can't just pay attention. And the TV did a great job. I do want to point that they out. They did. I'm, I'm not saying TV did it, but, like, you had fights up and down that track. A lot of side-by-side action. And I want to, in my white flag with the statistic that I found very interesting, which is not really a statistic, but, dear God, everybody used all of their push to pass. Yes. By lap 73, like, Hitch had the most at 85, which... Here's a few laps down. Um, but at 73, Pickett and Ed Jones were out of push to pass already. And other people were, like, in the team. So yeah, they were scrapping this whole race. And it was just, that's how you cap off a great race weekend was with a great race, which is what happened. I, I completely agree. There was hard racing throughout the entire field. Yeah. So if you have never gone to mid-Ohio, just go go next year. Add it to the go list. Go next year. If you don't have a good yeah. time, I will 
I will refund you your G, your general admission money. I would agree on that. But this race, too, I think this race gets added to the we will refund you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, All right. great weekend. All right, well, let's wave the checkered flag. You guys have a great week. Thanks for listening. Bye.